Welcome to the 12th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. This is your boy, Royalty. Hey, yo, it's your boy, Young Fly, he didn't rest. More like Young Sick than the rest. <laughs> um, this is all hip hop podcast, people. Uh, all the things we talk about in this podcast is hip hop. Um, how we start out the podcast every single time we come to you guys. Once again, thank you guys for all the downloads, the shares, uh, the likes on social media. Appreciate the love. Yeah, we appreciate y'all, man. We we gonna get this to y'all no matter what our health look like. You know, even on the deathbed, we gonna be giving y'all this stuff because that's what I feel like I'm on now. Man, I don't know about all that. I don't know about that. That's kind of serious, dog. I don't think you can <laughs> record <laughs> using a laptop and being on your deathbed. That's just, I don't, I don't know if it's possible, though. That was kind of. That's why we record using mobile devices. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So, sounds like you sound like you've been. Well, of course, yeah, you've been sick for the most part because you was in the hospital. Uh, for those who, you know, had good well wishes for, for the boy Young um, on last week. Yo, I appreciate that too, man. Man, I, like, I had the flu, right? So I believe I had some super flu, some genetically modified flu or something because I done had the flu plenty of times. It never hit me like this. Never. Well, I had like the had some type of foreign or walking, you know, they call it the walking flu or whatever the hell they call it nowadays, whatever old terminologies use. Uh yeah, man, it's been struggle been real, man. Getting to this getting to this episode. We've been dealing with a lot of obstacles lately. Just, you know, you know, work wise and, you know, Everything else has been trying to trying to make it. Yeah, man, me too. You know, I went back to work. I still won a hundred percent, but you know, the bills don't matter. Don't care if you sick or not. They still gonna come. So you know. Yeah, true that. True that. True that. Man, so what you got? Uh, what you got in the radio bumping. Oh, well, I went back a little bit new school, been listening to a little bit old school, been jamming 400 degrees, been jamming Adrenaline Rush, uh, East 1999 by Bone Thugs, and I've been jamming the Weekend CD. So, Man, I heard somebody was jamming nothing like, it was something from Bone, and I, I knew it was Bone, because, I mean, pretty much tell it's Bone. Kind of got me in the mood to, to listen to some Bone Thugs. Oh, uh, let's see, man. What have I been listening to? Um, I listened to the, um, actually listened to the DJ Khaled. I changed a lot. Been playing that here and there. Um, what else? Um, I think my, shoot, my radio, like my playlist that I got, because I got like a, you know, um, SD card in my car. So it just figured I just let it just roll. I don't really too much be. Paying too much attention to it to what I be listening to half the time because it's music that I put on there. I think I've been in one album is that from Ja Rule that I was listening to. Um, it was not Ja Rule. Yeah, I was listening to Ja Rule album. I can't think of the name of it right now. But I've been been jamming that here and there. Um, Ooh, three sixteen. 
Nah, it was the one. Um, man, I can't think of it. Uh, I know it has clap back on it. Was it was this one of his like? I won't say his last albums, but because he still puts out music here and there. But it was one of the probably one of the last albums from Murder Inc. You would oh, say okay. when, they, when they was a label. So okay. to that. Uh, I've been listening just like, lately. I just been listening to a bunch of podcasts here and there. You know, just trying to you know not really try to bite off anybody. Just trying to get you know try to see what everybody else is doing. You know, to make us better. So. Yeah, I picked up this new podcast I was listening to. Uh, I, I actually ran across it by accident. It was by this. I can't forget this guy's name. I know Charlemagne is um, on this podcast. Also, I can't remember the white guy's name, but um, I, uh, I, I ran across their podcast by accident. And so I saved it. I still don't know the name of it, but it pops up on my phone every time it's on. So, huh. I'm about to check that out. I've been wondering if Boy Charlemagne had a podcast. It's always always fun listening to him. Yeah, man. He 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 talked about some stuff that like was real. You know, he talked about how Mace confronted him. You know, Charlemagne, he, he gives his honest opinion about whoever and he really doesn't care. And uh, you know, our boy Meek Melissa been on her I mean I mean my bad. Our girl Meek Melissa been on her period again lately, so Oh man, we definitely gonna we definitely gonna get into him. That boy is uh, man. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. we, we, gonna, we gonna get into that part. His, but his manager uh, um, approached Charlemagne and said, "Yo, we only leave so much room for Meek to get talked about in the media." <laughs> and you know, <laughs> Charlemagne. What does that post to mean? <laughs> like, yo, exactly. And, you know, Charlemagne. He went in, so <laughs> I mean, hey. But anyway, you know, let's just move on. We'll talk about all that when we get on her, uh, her case. All right. Um, again, <laughs> you guys, um, you can reach us on Twitter at the Hip Hop Rejects, on Instagram at the Hip Hop Rejects, or on. Or you can also email us at the Hip Hop Rejects at Gmail, or you can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Hip Hop Rejects. Um, Got some good news for you guys, for all you Android, all my Android people out there. Uh, we will be coming to Google Music real soon. Um, just waiting to get some other things finalized on the back end with them. Um, but we will soon be on Google Music. I'll keep you guys posted through all our social media sites when those episodes will be available. Um, as, yeah, we said, we're, as we were saying before, man, we're growing. Yeah, we still on Podbean and Soundcast. I mean, SoundCloud also. Yeah, Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, you can get us through Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can also, for all my Android people, you can also download uh, Podcast Attic and search for us through there. Uh, it'll yeah. pull up the podcast that way if you just want a central location. It's cool out. We want to have, want to have just a central location where you have all your podcasts that if you're an Android user. That's a great app to download, Podcast Attic. So, all right, man. Let's get into get into things. Um, I mean, it's been, you know, it's been kind of, kind of straggling a little bit, you know, ain't really a whole lot going, not too much, a whole lot of stuff going on, but it's some stuff that's here and there that's been kind of, that's been major. Um, first uh, topic I want to get into, um, the rapper T. Wayne um, is being investigated for alleged rape. Um, for y'all that don't know, that is not T-Pain and Lil Wayne merged together, nor is that a form of fusion of the two together. 
uh, this actual rapper actually named T Wayne. Um, this cat is uh, basically he's being because, like I said, man, he's being investigated for rape. Um, based uh, from this came from like a report from TMZ uh, that a 22 year old Dallas woman claimed she met T Wayne on Instagram. And they conversed back and forth through DMs. He flew out to Houston. Uh, this was like in late July. Went out to Cheesecake Factory for dinner. Went back to the hotel. And they say she said T. Wayne got, you know, real aggressive with her. Um, she wasn't really trying to have that. And saying he forced her to have forced her to have sex. So so he got that got that case on him. Uh, she had filed a she filed a report with the police. Um all that, so see what happens in that case. Rappers when making what's up? When these cats gonna learn, man? You can't be messing with these internet girls, man. Yo, that's that, that's that Instagram live, man. They be, they be amazed <laughs> and dazzled by what they see on there, and then they going to hit them up, and then I'm just saying, though, yo, yeah, you. Uh, you ain't got enough groupies out there. You got to go on the internet trying to get them, and then when they don't want to give you none, you take it. Well, we're making, well, we're making bad decisions, <laughs> man. Like you can have probably anyone you want. Um, I'm going to say he's probably the most popular rapper in the world. I don't even know this cat, but, you know. I've heard his, I mean, I heard his name here and there. I haven't heard any of his music, uh, honestly, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard of him here and there, but nothing, you know, nothing that that's too major or anything like that. But um, we got Future. Future shuts down Black China for dating rumors. Basically, what went down, y'all, is that um, Black China posted a picture of on I think it was on Instagram or Twitter. Um, it, it was on Twitter. Twitter, okay, yeah. And so she, uh, it was a tattoo of. I think it was the future that she got she got tattooed on her. I want to say I yeah, think that's what, yeah, that's what it was. She got future tattooed on her, and so the boy future denies all rumors that they're dating, and she don't seem she don't seem too happy about that. Um, uh, she ain't she like blasted like oh boy. Yeah, I mean they probably are dating, but if you know if I remember how future you know how future comes across in some interviews and when he talked about. Uh, his relationship with Sierra and stuff like that. He's not really the one for like to be, you know, we don't want his relationship all in the media. Of course he is a, you know, very popular rapper, of course. Um, but he's really not for dealing with, you know, dealing with the tabloids with, you know, his dating life. Future, you may want to date somebody, you may want to date a regular girl. Man. Exactly, man. Avoid avoid all R and B singers, female rappers, and strippers. And you should be should be good. Nobody probably won't care who you're dating at that point. Exactly. Yo, I got some news. Uh if anybody recalls um uh Willie, I mean Gilly the Kid. Uh-huh. Uh Gilly the Kid Wayne has- from the Carter. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, we just gonna call it what it is because okay, the rap changed, okay? And everybody pointed at Gilly as being the ghostwriter. And the moment they fell out, the rap changed. Well yeah. Uh, so well, I'm calling it what it is. I like Wayne, don't get me wrong. I'm a Lil Wayne fan, but like I said, when Gilly was writing his rhymes, but it was cold. Everybody wish we could get Carter Two, Carter Two Wayne back. Carter one and two, to be honest. 
Well, check this out. Currency has a new album coming out, and he's trying to get Gilly the Kid and Wayne on the same track together. Man, good luck I, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but, you know. Well, if, I'm, if, 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 I'm wondering, I'm wondering, did Gilly even get paid for, for his ghost ride? I wouldn't be surprised Gilly pop up and say, oh, man, they owe me money from, from the Carter 2 for ghost ride. They ain't pay me. You know what? I I I believe that's what I, why they fell out though. I believe it was about money why they fell out, man. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, no, of course, you know, cash cash money track record of not paying people. Yeah. And like if we all recall Gilly Gilly like murdered Wayne. He he pretty much murdered all cash money at the time on every mixtape he was putting out. So I mean he slick fell off for a minute, but if this could shape, make his career shake back and a lot of people could see, you know, what he really had. Yeah, true. Very true. We will see. We will see. Um, next topic, kind of saw this saw this coming. Uh, we talked about this. Um, when Straight Outta Compton came out, I want to say it was probably the week after the movie dropped. So, the boy Jerry Heller is suing everybody involved in Straight Outta Compton for um, suing for $110 million. And of course, for what we uh, you know, what we think that he's being sued for, which is uh, defamation of character, pretty much. Um, and using his likeness in a film without his permission. Yeah, um, Jerry, good luck with that. Yeah, man. You know, dude kind of old, so I'm like, no, you're gonna be spending it. Just saying. They gonna they gonna tie this case up in litigation long enough to see him die. <laughs> Would not be surprised. <laughs> Would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo. <laughs> it's true, man. Like he, like he's he's very very old, and it's like Jerry Hell is 137 years old. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, yeah, we saw that kind of, we kind of saw this coming with the whole thing when people was trying to kind of instigate it and trying to see, you know, what he thought about it. And he was saying he hadn't seen it and stuff like that. Hadn't seen the movie, but then I think he saw it, but it's like, man, it's like, what a, it's almost like the same thing with the TLC movie, how, how Pebbles was, was, um, represented in, in the TLC movie. It's like, man, it's like your manager's like, if you, you know, you up here and you screwed the artist. So do you really think, like, during that time when all this went down, do you think Ice Cube would have left NWA if he didn't feel that you were shady? He probably exactly. would have still, you know, he probably, the history probably would have been a whole lot different uh, for NWA if Jerry Heller wasn't the slime ball that he was portrayed to be. And I mean, hip hop history would be a whole lot different. I mean, nobody's going, you know, I don't think nobody's going to cry wolf just simply because, you know, you know, all these guys taking money from it. There's got to be, there's some legitimate, you know, a legitimate beef with that, with the whole fact that he was, you know, screwing them, screwing NWA out of money. So Exactly. And you think Dre had a lot to do with that movie too. You think Dre, would have painted himself in that bad light 
Oh, right. so if if he would have thought Cube was lying all that time, right? You know, it was a lot of people that was involved with NWA that co-signed that movie, right? So I mean, I'm just saying the majority wins. I mean, every, I mean, I know there's two sides to a story, but in this in this situation, the majority kind of wins. So, but and then Cube. Uh, uh, Cube said it a long time ago. Leaving NWA was a blessing in disguise for him because he went to became Cube, Ice Cube, without leaving NWA. You know, right. that's true. That's very true, though. Um, the boy Rick Ross uh, was announced. Uh, yeah, about two weeks ago, um, Rick Ross got engaged. Um, to a young lady, um, uh, what is her name on Instagram? Can I Dot Miss Prime? No, nah, man, it's like, uh, her last name has something, it's something galore is what her name is on, on Instagram. But yeah, so, um. It should be Dot Miss Prime. Why should it be Dot Miss Prime, young? Yo, she, like, yo, old girl was trying to go out to Wale first. She couldn't get Wale. Then she tried to go out the. She tried to go out the Rick Ross. That's why Rick Ross just called off his engagement, man. He yeah, I heard, yeah, he I heard she was moving the, from what we what I'm hearing that they said she was moving stuff out the house, so he didn't kick out and everything. Yeah, he found out about her. Yeah, see, boys gonna learn stop messing with these Instagram girls, man. It's, I'm it's, telling you now, that's not you know. Even when I found it kind of weird that he all of a sudden announced an engagement to it, I'm like, man, I didn't know you was dating her. So I thought that kind of, I thought that kind of weird to begin with when it all, all of a sudden popped up, but it's me. Yeah, man, you know, I'm going to start calling these brides of your royal thoughtness. <laughs> Shit, man, it's like more like, more like thoughtogram, but, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> your boy better start going to church to get you a good girl, a good wholesome girl. These okay. Instagram models. <laughs> Trying to get you in trouble. All right. Uh, the boy Wheezy, uh, Lil Wayne announces uh, No Ceilings 2 be dropping on Thanksgiving. Um, what you think about that, man? Um, I hope it's I, like, seriously. No Ceilings. The, no, the first No Ceilings was fire. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, the first No Ceilings is better than all the dedications combined to me. The way that man killed Swag Surfing. Yeah. I mean, every song on there, he murdered it. Like, he he didn't even, like, in the in-between when he was talking, he sounded, you know, high or whatnot. But just the songs themselves, he was killing them, man. You know what I'm saying? Rain on Me, he killed it. Uh... What's the one? I forgot the name of it. Like polo t-shirt, polo draws. Uh, I come in and take this polo off. That was it. That that's all. That he killed that. Like that man took a he 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 took a Lady Gaga song and oh, murdered yeah. it. Yeah, that's true, man. Uh, he took yellow that. light and murdered it. Yeah, man. I gotta go listen to No Siblings again after this. Yes, um, I will be going to do that also. 
Yeah, so yeah, hopefully it's, you know, it's to the standards of that or even, you know, even better. You know, a lot of people didn't get to hear the uh, free Weezy off title, so uh, more likely we'll be probably getting those ceilings too off that piff, free mixtape, so. Yes. Uh, definitely would be, definitely would be on that. Um, the boy Jeezy wins a case for $5 million against a guy claiming to be the rightful co-owner of CTE. Um, CTE, for those who don't know, Corporate Thugs Entertainment, which is Jeezy's record label. Um, so the allegations, yeah. allegations with that, uh, you want to take it, yeah? Yeah. So if anybody remember um, anything about the first couple of albums from Jeezy, even Trap or Die, the mix, you know, uh, Let's Get It and all that. Trapper died to mixtape. He kept on, he said Kinky B name a lot. And that's who sued him was Kinky B. Now, honestly, Jeezy won this um, lawsuit. But, you know, um, when you shouting out somebody's name a lot and in your rhymes, you talking about how you and Kinky B did this and did that. It kind of seemed like Kinky B had a legitimate claim. You feel me? Uh, but you know, Jeezy won, man. But you know, um, uh, Slick Puller said the same thing. Slick Puller didn't sue, but you know, he said Jeezy owed him some money. Said he wrote some stuff on Jeezy album, and you know, when G when Slick went to jail, Jeezy didn't look out on him. <coughs> so when he got out, he you know he did his own thing, left Jeezy alone, and you know. I don't know, man. Is this rap game serious, man? When you start making money, man, if if you got cash that came into this with you, they was with you through the struggle. Take care of them folks like you pulled to, man. Then you can avoid all this. Yeah, on the but on the back end though, you know, even you know, with friendship and all of the above, man, you better get it in writing. Contract, yeah. contract is everything. So if you did it, I mean, you could do, you know, you could do stuff on, you know, on. Um, you can do on stuff GP. On, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you can do stuff on GP, man, but you definitely got to get a contract, get it in writing that you contribute this, you contribute that, you wrote this, because if not, if it ain't, if you ain't got no, you ain't got no contract to back it up, it's your word against theirs. So, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need you to send them contracts. So, gotta have my lawyer look over them. <laughs> man, this is a this is a this is a free podcast. So hey, we there's no 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 monetary things exchanged on here at all. So yeah, all, like all, real all, talk, all our time and effort. Real talk, me and Roy said like that. But to cover if we was to blow up, she wait like that to cover our back ends. Yeah, you know, yeah. we would, yeah. and we know it ain't no hard feelings lost. Yeah, it's just business, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, main topic we got popping off is this this boy here, Meek Mills, Meek Melissa, and also AKA unknown on hip hop rejects, is sensitive. Meek Melissa, you know, any all the all the feminine terms you can probably think of when it comes to comes to Meek Mills. I now uh, know where his time of the month is. It's time of the month. It's on the, the, the during the week of the twenty first. 
Like, like seriously, the first time he went at Wale, it was around the 21st of that month. When he went at Drake, it was around the 21st of that month. When he went at Wale again, it was around the 21st of that month. I'm just waiting for the 21st of this month to roll around. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. So this is, this is what the, you know, this is the, the weird thing about this. Okay. So he pops back up in the media, has something to say. Now he finally has something to say about back-to-back. Like, dude, you know how long back-to-back been out? And you finally got something to say about it? Like, they playing back-to-back on the radio like it's just a regular song. And you finally <laughs> got something to say about it. It's like, they, like, dude, did you finally, did you not listen to it when you made that whack record that you made with the Undertaker, <laughs> with, with the Undertaker thing? Did you not hear it then? Evidently, you didn't because your response was not not up to par. So, but yeah, man, it's like, it's, it's even, like, on our, even, even on our Facebook, man, it's just the memes that, that we've man. seen, like, with, you know, um, there's one that we that I put up um, uh, with a meme of Rick Ross, like M- MMG gonna mean that Meek Mill's gone because it's like crazy. But I did hear a rumor though that you know that people been there's been some rumblings at Universal saying that that you know they want Rick Ross to they want Rick Ross to drop him. Yeah, so, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how legitimate and true that is, but you know. I got a meme right here. I'm looking at right now. You got uh, Rick Ross hugging Meek Mills. And it say, Rick Ross say, start one more beef with a rapper that's better than you. And MMG is going to stand for Meek Mill gone. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that was the one put up on the Facebook. I'm like, man. It was like, and then. Um, he, got a, he got the other way. The fuck you mean, Wale ain't MMG? Nigga, I'm still debating if you MMG. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, um, and then he goes back in. And I heard some. I heard some other stuff. He went back. He went back in on Wale again. It's like, it's like yo, dude. I watched that interview, royalty. I watched that interview. I'm finna tell you something. Well, Wale said everything. Wale said was a hundred percent true, but he took up for Meek Mill. Yeah, and then probably, Meek Mill go like, behind. You probably feel like he talking, probably. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, yo, he told the truth. He said you went to a gunfight with a paper, with a piece of paper. <laughs> he was like, you were trying to paper cut that man to death. <laughs> yo, you can't do that, man. Like he like he said, he said Drake got a, a huge machine behind him. He said, of course he was gonna win that battle, regardless of what you said, me. You know what I'm saying? He said Drake had got a huge machine behind him. All you got behind you is MMG, and they really ain't backing you in this situation because you wrong. Drake got Apple Music behind him. Come on now. Funny thing is, these boys are actually on the same parent label. These guys are both universal. That's the crazy thing about it. It's like, it's like really, it's like, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, Drake has a bigger machine, but they ain't got probably got the same. They got, well, the literal parent label, they got the same machine, really, but. Uh, Drake is selling more records than Meek Mills right now. So, um, I mean, where has he not sold more records than Meek Mills? Very true. Yeah, boy, boy Drake has been, boy Drake's been on fire this year. So, um, but yeah, man, with this whole like this whole beef that I don't like, is this this 
I don't know, man. This boy's like, I don't know, like, if he's, he, is he, because he with Nikki, he just, like, he feeling himself, or is she popping his head up, or what? <laughs> or, you know, or you know how those situations where, you know, you know, you got a girl, and then she, like, you know, she kind of, like, just, you know, pump you up, and, like, you know, you just going to let him do that to you, and then he just, because, you know, because his manhood, he just got to go say something. She better let he better tell Nikki to stop putting that air pump to his ear. <laughs> he gonna float away and explode. Shoot, if not that shoot, he probably gonna float away. He probably just gonna explode because man, he is just he gonna pop off on the wrong. He already popped off on the wrong somebody already, but he gonna pop off on one of the wrong somebody real soon. It is not gonna be nice. At the moment, Meek Mills got beef with Drake, Wale, and Future. Yep. Two people that did album together, one person, yeah. oh, one, one person on your label. Who is who you gonna be with next? Rick Ross. Did you see the diss he did on um, on um, Drake and Future mixtape? Uh yeah, it's on uh, what is it, Rings? Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds Big Rings. Yeah, Big Rings. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We I mentioned that on the um when the album dropped, the uh, Future mentioned him on it because that was right after the. Uh, I'm it was saying that he what? had a he had a uh inst I mean uh, on Twitter he made a Twitter's um quote about that Meek made a Twitter quote about that song mm-hmm. um basically called Future Drake Gay which is like the most elementary way you can try to diss somebody but <laughs> well we are messing with a female here so you know uh, <coughs> anyway man um on to on to some other topics. Um, all right. <clears throat> time to time on, on the podcast, we have this, you know, this debate about, you know, you got your, you got your R&B artists that rap, like your Chris Browns, your Trey Songs. Um, we aren't even following that category sometimes as well. Um, so do we really consider, like, the genre of R&B and hip-hop, is that really... Is that really? Do we really consider that hip hop? Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of that's kind of the question we were posing on this episode. Is like, are these artists that are primarily known for their singing ability, and typically how they got their deal was really based on their singing ability? But now, you know, there's a lot of a lot of R&B artists that turn that have some records where they do rap or flow or freestyle, or however you want to call it. So. It's like, do we really consider these? Do we really consider these artists? Can they really be considered in the hip hop genre? So, that's the question that we pose. What's your take I on it? The way I look at it, if they're spitting, then that's a hip hop album. If the whole album they're spitting, you feel me? Right. But if you singing, then uh. That's an R&B album, but when you fuse the two, just call it a fusion album, which is, just, you know, I guess, I mean, we're going to have to make up a new category for that um, hip-hop R&B fusion, which is, you know, I mean, a lot of folks, like, used to put Mary J. Blige in that, that fusion, even though Mary, we didn't seldom heard Mary spit bars, but you know, 
they used to call, you know, they used to try to put her in a hip hop vibe because of the way she dressed and the way she talked and stuff. But, you know. I don't think about it, though, man. Mary's been blasting dance, though. No, she can't. Mary been doing the same two steps since she hit the scene. <laughs> oh, man, I just uh, felt like I had to bring it up. I'm like, yeah, you can spin, but you can't dance, though. Oh, Mary been man. hitting the same two step since real love. <laughs> Tours and concert appearances, same dance move. Hey, I mean, she be thugging now. Don't get me wrong. You remember that song? Like people don't dance no more. All they do is this. Yeah, all she do is just that. <laughs> That's Mary. That same two step. <laughs> man, um, but yeah, man, like, um, cause I mean, we consider like, I mean, you put Drake in the in the really in the rap in the rap genre, which, you know, like I said, it's kind of like you kind of tend to base a lot of these artists on what they came into the game with, whether it be R&B with it or it be hip-hop, because with Drake, he came into, he was discovered because of, because of his rap ability. The, the the singing or harmonizing is kind of, it's kind of like an extra that he does. And then same thing with like, for example, we, a lot of people, a lot of people say, you know, for example, Chris Brown, but a lot of times when you get a Chris Brown album, Chris Brown is mostly singing on all his albums. He only, you only see him really rap on most of, most of anything. And when he's featured on something, he, when he features, he, he, he flows on a lot, on a lot of stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, the first song that I can recall him rapping, like really rapping on, which was on his one his CD was "Look at Me Now." Yeah, look and, at me. Um, and then he also did the uh, him when him and Tiger did the first. Uh, what is it? Uh, something a fan that he did the mixtape with him and Tiger did. Um, that's when he fan really, of a fan. Yeah, fan of a fan. He, you know, when they came out with that, you really saw his, really saw his flow ability. And recently, you know, on the DJ, he does a lot of he does a lot of rapping on the DJ Khaled album because. Uh, what's the single that that Khaled had out uh, with him and uh, Big Sean and and Wayne? Um, uh, I can't think of the name of it either. Uh, oh, uh, um, dang, something I don't got time. Something about time. But anyway, oh, I, I got the song in my head. I'm trying to say it. Me too, man. I can't even think of the hook right now. Is it? Because Chris Brown's singing the hooks. I got it. How many, how many times? times I gotta call? I gotta call you to come over. Yes. Yeah. I had you walking from side to side, something like that. Yeah. So you know that song is a great example of you know because he sung probably just a hook, but he shoot he rapped at least about two verses at least you know himself. So so he's and one of. A- and, you know, like, we had this conversation, like, to me, well, I don't know, because uh, you get you mostly get to hear Trey Songz rap on his mixtapes only. Yeah. And, you know, those be the, the mixtapes where he go at, go in as Trigger. Yeah. And, um, I'm like, man, does the label man. not allow him to, he only, because, yeah, I noticed he only, he only raps on, on mixtapes. It's like, man, the label does not allow that young man to... To rap on any of his on any of his uh labor release work at all, because I, I rarely hear it on any of his albums. 
And, and but you know what? It's the same thing because you know Trey Song mostly mixed with DJ Drama, and when Trey Songs do stuff for DJ Drama or uh, DJ uh, Rockstar or something, you know he's he's spitting on all them songs, you know, on their albums. It, and anything he on an album with Fabulous, anything he on anything with Fabulous, on he's spitting. He probably seen the hook or something, but his verses, he is spitting. So, you know, I mean, it's not like how we had some athletes back in the day, like uh, Deion Sanders, Kobe Bryant. We're not going to even talk about any of these athletes that has no flowing ability whatsoever. And then now, we, obviously, we, we definitely, we definitely going to talk about no – no actors. There's only one actor that comes to mind that actually really had this. This really a great lyricist, and that's Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, uh, from the Community. For those who watch watch the Community, now uh, Iverson had a little flow. You know what I'm saying? Iverson was pretty straight. You know, and we got Roy. Come on, man. We got Roy Jones Jr. with with body headbangers over here, and man, somewhere hard I mean, though. Somewhere hard though. Yeah, I mean, if he hadn't had two versions of their songs with two decent, you know, with four decent people on it, then... Yeah, because Magic, Magic was, was that song, I'm just saying. Yes, Magic was that song, and then the ones with the Young Bloods, and yeah. then it was three versions of that song. Man, it was multiple versions of that song. Multiple. <laughs> I mean, more than two, more than three. It's multiple. Wait a minute. Yeah, I smoke, I drink. Yeah, that was yeah, that was on. Yeah, yep. The first one had Lil Boosie and um, um, golly, what's that main name? Anyway, then the second one had Young Bloods and Magic on it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, man, like with the whole hip hop and R&B thing. I think it's kind of like for, you know, because we are a hip-hop podcast. It's kind of like a gray area. Um, typically, we don't mention, you know, the Chris Browns and Rihanna's on this podcast. So, because we typically try to stay more geared toward, you know, the true spitters, the rappers, and stuff like that. But, you know, we may, later on in the future, we may, we may, tend to, we may you know, start to bring them up, give them a chance, you know. I mean, even J. Cole saying... Yeah, that's true. It's true. And I mean, we've uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think we like, need to come like, up with a fusion a fusion name for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's strictly call it hip hop and R and B, that's what it is. So it's a combination of the two. So And plus the weekend, his album is being seen as one of the the num one of the top rated albums on hip hop charts. Yeah, true. True, true, true. But, you know, most of, you know, we typically, you know, us here, you know, we pay attention, we strictly pay attention to the rap album because it's only way we can get the, get the lyrics in because, you know, like you said, man, it's like, a, if you look at the billboards on rapping, on uh, rapping hip hop, it's a fusion of like R&B and hip hop artists or rap artists per se on one chart together. So, yeah. <coughs> but hey, you never know. Uh-huh. I mean, Depending on how we, how we feel, I still feel. I mean, in some, in some, in some respect, they are, you know, part of hip hop, and they are, 
part of that, part of that culture to a certain extent, but you know. Like I said, man, they call they call Mary J. Blige the queen of hip hop and R B all her career, so again, she still can't dance though. Just saying. But anyway, hey. all right, moving on. Um, all right, we got top uh top five rap albums on the billboard. Um man, game has really changed, no pun intended. Um Got Drake and Future with uh, What a Time to Be Alive at number five. We got the boy Fetty Wap with self-titled album at number four. We got the game taking up two spots. As I said, man, Game's Documentary 2 is a great album. Man, I'm so great. He's taking up two spots in the top five. He got number three with the Documentary 2, and he also has the game has the Documentary 2.5 taking up the number two spot. And then we got uh, the boy DJ Khaled with I Changed a Lot. Um, Changed a Lot, listen to it. It's primarily what you expect from a DJ Khaled album. Um, it's a very good album, though. He's the only one that can literally pull off uh, getting all these artists together. Man, there is a song on that album. Guess who shows up? Who is that? The boy Trick Daddy showed up on the record. I was like, man, I was drowning. I almost, I almost had to pull over for a second. And, and then on top of that, Catlin is the only person that can get plies on record. Why is that? <laughs> hey, you know what? Plies is a comedian because simply that's where he's getting his money from by doing Instagram videos and <laughs> and talking because. I I never been a real fan of Plies, but I'm a fan of his Instagram videos because the main silly. He's and, always, he's always been like a crazy talker though, man. It's just how he just I don't know, man. It's 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 partially his slang and how he talks that really makes a lot of the stuff he says funny most of the time. But then what makes it so funny is that half the time it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it truly does. Um, but man, yeah, on the Change the album, um. There, yeah, there is. A, I can't think of the name of. It. I'm have to, have to come back to it. Shoot, you know what? I mean, we might just put it on. Um, we might just put it on at the end of the, at the end of the podcast. Um, that particular record and play it. Um, and I also, you know, I put it on the put it on the Facebook page. What's the name? What's the name of that record? But yeah, the boy trick boy trick daddy shows up. He sounds like you know. He sounds the exact same. No different. It's just you know if you see trick. He looks pretty different, but as a whole, it's like same old, same old trick on that on that record though. Um, haven't listened, hadn't, still hasn't listened, listened to the Fetty Wild record yet. Um, I did finally get my hands on the Drake and Future record. Great, great. I don't even know what to call because people were calling it a mixtape. But they counted on the billboards as an album, so I presume is an album. Is everybody in the beginning when they when the rumor is calling the mixtape? So I know it's on iTunes. You got to pay for it, so I guess it's out. So, <laughs> um, all right, we got the drop, man. So for those who don't know, the drop is some of the newest albums and music hitting hitting the stores, online retailers. Um, so we got a uh, DJ Khaled with I Changed a Lot. We got the boy, we got Drum with uh Goddamn and Drum. Um I wanna say, and I'm I think I'm correct about this. I may be wrong. I'm not sure. I'm gonna say it anyway. 
Uh, I want to say, I think Drum is the one that came at Drake about the hotline record. Because I think that's kind of like his, the way that the Yeah, beat that's him. Okay. So, yeah, the way that beat, where, the way the hotline beat is structured, how it sounds, that's kind of like a sound that Drum typically uses. And I know it was some rufflings when that song finally dropped and came out, you know, saying that they was biting his style or whatever, stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's just hip-hop is music, man. People share, people, you know, sample bite off, you know, hey, you know, just, that's just the nature of the culture, but anyway. You uh, know, the king of samples is no other than Kanye Tudor, so. And the boy is Sean Diddy Combs. Yeah. Shoot. Hey, king of sampling. Um, we got a uh, um, Wax with Living File dropped this week. We got Gilly the Kid with Welcome to Philadelphia uh, drop. We got Too Fresh with Torch. We got a um, record from the late, great Jake Dilla uh, with Dillatronic. And you also got uh, DJ Paul dropped the album called Masters of Evil, Mafia for Life. I haven't picked up any of these, but I will be I'll be taking a listen to the uh, to the Gilly since we talked about Gilly earlier. Um, definitely would check out, you know, Jay Dilla. I peek into that, uh, to that DJ Paul a little bit as well. Right. See what see what, see what those uh See what those sound like. Yeah, I don't think I'll miss that DJ Paul though. <laughs> hey man, I thought you were a three six fan, man. Yeah, I'm a, I am a three six fan. Never been a DJ Paul or a Juicy J fan. I am a three six no, slash say, Project Pack fan. I can, I can, no, I can just say I'm a Juicy J fan. I, Juicy J was that boy flow is some serious. Juicy J, so. It I took gotta, him 20 years to get there. <laughs> oh, man. man. I remember the first song I heard from just Juicy by itself. The, they called me the juice, the no jiggle Six is my game. I'm like, this man, how is he? You could tell he was reading the paper. Oh, man. Yo, man, you out of control tonight, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, it's the drugs I'm on. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm serious, though, man. It took Juicy J. Juicy J didn't start sounding decent until he was damn near 60. <laughs> it's like, man, this boy been in the game so long. Like, your flow better be right after that, after so long. Oh, exactly. Man. If you're from our area, you know, we've been hearing Juicy J voice since, like, the early 90s, like, 92. Yeah, so yeah, because the rest of because the, the rest of the world didn't get on them till um, hustle and flow, right? That's very yeah, that's very true, man. I grew up on grew, grew up on three six in, in the early nineties. Shoot, that was our shoot. That was our screw in a sense because shoot, exactly those are the artists we had the <laughs> that were closer and closer to us, and we can get that music. So um, juicy, J- I mean three six mafia, a ball, MJG, all that you know. Boy, the that- boy, the boy Tila. Oh man. Man, I gotta I, shoot. I, I gotta. I feel like I gotta go make a playlist once I get done after this. Um, all right, we got, we got um, <laughs> we got uh, we got my last dollar. Uh, boy, Young is gonna go. Uh, we got Webby ver- Webby Savage Life versus uh, versus uh, the boy Little Boosie Boosie Badass. Um, kind of know which one you are gonna pick on this, but take it away, man. 
right. Y'all got to work with me now. This week on Last Daughter, I got uh, Lil Webby, as he used to be called, on with Savage Light, his first solo with Boosie Badass, and, uh, his album Badass. And this is an ever-going debate in, in my area along what we call the Highway 49 corridor of who's better, Boosie or Webby. To me, Webby is a way better rapper than Boosie. I can sit there. I can play number one through the last song on Savage Life. I cannot do that with Badass. I'm sorry. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, Webby kick your CD all right. Trill fam, Young Savage, you can catch me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the boy is, the boy is serious with it. And the fact that he the same age as me and Royalty makes it even better. And, you know, Boosie just say stuff that just – in his voice is is annoying as hell to me, and then he say that some of the stuff he say it just make me sigh at him, like he had a a a, a line that said, "Can I put an X pill in your booty hole?" Like seriously, <laughs> man, that's like a Pepsi. That's like a that's a that's a um, that's a post jail Pimp C line type right there that he <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, yo. Like, whoa. I mean, that's when you hit the pimp C, you like, hold up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I chose that C D because of its 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 quality for me to be able to play it front to back and keep that C D on repeat and not get tired of it. And uh <coughs> true enough, Boosted fan base is bigger than Webby's, but as far as content, lyrics and all that, I feel like Webby is the better Rapper and that album was a better album than Badass. So and, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just not a fan of Deep, to be honest, because uh, Boosie Voice gets on my nerves. Webby is primarily for the most part ignorant, so I don't like either one of them. But yeah, I mean, as far as Savage Life, that album was a, a good album. Um, Ghetto Stories was their duet album. It was. It was um, straight, um, you know, ghetto music. I mean, ghetto story, whichever one it was. I don't know. I ain't sure. But, you know, the song, the CDs they do together, they sound good, too. <coughs> actually, uh, when I think about it now, I actually promoted for Savage Life, uh, particularly not the album, but the first single off of it when uh, when he was called, uh, before he went by Lil Webby, he went by... Um, Fifth World Webby. Yeah. So, you know, hey, that's my last dollar, and it's going to run with that every time. (laughs) So now we finna get into our hip-hop legend spotlight. And I don't know why we haven't been did these guys. I hate and I'm kind of like embarrassed to even say it took us 12 episodes to get here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It probably should have been like episode one. Yeah. But our hip hop spotlight is on, our hip hop legend is on Run DMC. You know, that's, you know, Rev Run, DMC, Jam Master J, God rest his soul. <coughs> 
Yeah, bear with me, man. They from Hollis, Queens, and they were with the first rap group on uh, Russell Simmons' Def Jam. You know, anybody know that um, Jam, I mean, um, Rev Run, well, DJ Run, as he was called earlier in his life, was uh, Russell Simmons' brother. You know, Rev Run also is, you know, Joey Simmons. <coughs> And, uh, you know, they were the first hip-hop, well, I ain't going to say the first hip-hop group, but most successful hip-hop group. And, you know, with songs like Walk This Way, um, you know, Crown Royal, and, I mean, they they truly legendary. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Their music is still sampled. You know, um, they started off opening up for Curtis Blow. I mean... I mean, their their list of achievements is so long. We don't even have time to go on doing this show. We'll have to dedicate a whole show to them. Exactly. So, you know, um, they made appearances in movies like Tough Like Leather. Um, they, I mean, they were produced by Rick Rubin. Um, sad to say that uh, Jam Master J life was took taken back in two thousand. Outside his studio, somebody shot and killed him. Murder you know, Murder still on that one. <clears throat> and we all know Red Run has gone to become a Red Run. He had, you know, his TV show with his family. He has two gorgeous daughters. Lord Jesus. <laughs> hey, Vanessa. Hey, Angela. Hope y'all listening. Uh, and, you know... He has staking Def Jam to this day, all that. And they own their masters, so they'll get paid forever. I mean, not to get off topic, but Russell Simmons is the antithesis of what a label head should be. Very when, true. When he left the when he left the game, he gave LL Cool J and Run DMC and the Beastie Boys their masters. Yep, that's how you do it, especially those that, you know, are pretty much the artists that built them. So it's only right that they that he gives them their masters. So. Yeah. So I mean, um, like I said, that Run DMC, they are hip hop legends. Uh and I wish I had more information on them, but later on we're gonna do another show where we gonna we probably do a legend show and we'll give y'all more information on them. Yeah, that's not a good idea. That's something that we can do during the future, do a legend show. Um, but yeah, man, you know, um, pioneers of the hip hop of hip hop in general. Um, when everybody tends to, you know, follow after, aspire to, aspire to be like, especially if you just like, you know, true hip hop head from the, from the beginning. So, give it up to Ron DMC. All right, man. So. I'll wrap up wrap up the podcast for this episode. Um, again, we want to uh, remind you guys to download the Hip Hop Rejects to Podbean, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and we will be coming soon to Google Play, uh, Google Play Music to be exact. Um, but yeah, man, it's another one in the books. All right, y'all be easy. God bless. Um, I'm going to go try to get better. All right, man. Yeah, you get better, man.
Hip-hop, 